wasn't until I was probably seven or eight years old and everybody skis here. So I was on the mountain and I remember getting on a chairlift with somebody. They were asking, I was I was young, I was a little girl, and they were asking me, you know, what I was doing and who I was and what my name was. And I said, I was Mariel Hemingway, you know, the way you do. And they like stopped. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you part of the Hemingway Hemingway family? And is your grandpa? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And it wasn't until that moment that I realized there was something like different about my family. So, but then my career going to Los Angeles, traveling more, going to New York City, you know, you realize, oh my gosh, that the impact that that name had started to dawn on me. And I've always thought it was an incredible honor to have this amazing heritage. You know, my father spoke about my my grandfather, mostly hunting and fishing and, and things like that. So I didn't have an understanding of him as this famous writer until I was old enough to really read his books. I felt this power of what it meant to be a Hemingway. It, start, it, it started to really unfold for me. And I've always been just greatly honored to be a part of the family. Now, did that come with some hiccups? <laughs> that was what I was going to ask you about that, because most people hear of the good things. And it was interesting because on one of our earlier podcasts, Nico Walsh, who's the grandson of Muhammad Ali, he was saying, most people know about the good things, but we had some struggles too. Yeah. It was family of great creatives, of great minds, right? right? My grandfather had one of the great minds. He changed the way Americans wrote literature. You know, he is known for saying, if why use five words if one is better? I totally mutilated that. Hey, <laughs> anyway. it sounded good. It sounded <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> anyway, so these creative minds also came with the burden of a creative mind sometimes has this amazing empathy, this amazing pain that they deal with. Oftentimes, I think it's because of trauma, right? My grandfather had a tremendous amount of trauma in his young adult life. You know, he went off to the Spanish Civil War and he was shot at. And, you know, there are things that happened in his life, which I think probably that trauma probably caused him to be in some mental anguish, physical anguish, what have you, which caused him then to be a heavy drinker. I think he was medicating his own pain, right? And my father also, living under the presence of Ernest Hemingway, living under this name, I mean, you know, it was tough. He drank too much. My mother drank. Addiction became a big problem for my family. That was sort of a, a family pattern. And the stuff that you're sharing about your family situation, the Hemingways were known, of course, but so many families in America and the world face similar situations of not feeling heard and not feeling appreciated. 100%. 100%. It's not unique to me. And that's why I speak all around the country and Canada about my story, not because I think it's such an, oh, this is such an amazing story, but because it's not. Yeah. Because it's so common. It's so common when I get in front of the stage and I talk about my childhood and cleaning up broken glass and, you know, the fighting that my parents were doing after, you know, drinking too much and having people over. And so many people come up to me and it's like, I have the same story. I have the same story. 
it's the same emotional impact that it had on them as a child. And I understand that. 